Volume is vanity, profit is sanity, but cash flow is king construction. Be a squeaky wheel when it comes to payments. So many construction companies say, I am in construction, when the reality is, no, you're not, you're in the business of construction. Really quick, before we get started, if you're a return listener, can you please leave a rating? If you're on Spotify or iTunes, you can leave star ratings and subscribe. It makes a huge difference to the growth of the podcast, and it, it means that we can impact more construction companies to allow them to make more profit and stay in business over long term, and that's all we want to do. So please uh, leave a rating and subscribe, and now let's get on with the show. Hey, construction legends. So in this episode, you're going to discover 10 things that is going to help you with your construction management. It's going to help you have better cash flow, make more money, better margins, and ultimately avoid disputes. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Kian Brennan. I'm CEO of a company called Quantum Contract Solutions. And the reason I make these videos and the podcast and all of the other stuff is because there's so many construction companies out there that lose money because they don't understand the money side of construction, in construction, and I'm going to talk about this in one of the points, actually, in construction, there's two parts of it. One is the constructing part, but then there's also the business of construction, which is the money side of construction. You need to be able to do the two things. So let's get into it. Number one, always run two programs or two schedules, whatever you call it, on your construction project. First program you want to run is the contractual program, what the contract says and what you have been officially allowed to increase your delivery date. Your, your PC date, whatever that is officially, that is one. That's one that you need to refer to internally, not necessarily externally. That's the one that you guys need to, when you're having your own internal meetings, okay, we've only got to prove this, 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 and this. We need to get these things approved because otherwise it's going to look like we're late. That's your internal meeting. External meeting, you want to be giving your client an impacted schedule, a schedule that shows all of the different delays that have happened on the project and all the different changes of scope and all of the different things that have happened that are looking like what the project is looking like at the moment. The benefit of doing this is you can never then be accused of not notifying them, not complying with the contract to let them know specifically, oh, we've been delayed. You're constantly letting them know that these things are happening. You're showing them visually. And if you include it in your weekly report or your weekly meeting to your client, it makes a huge difference. And basically, you're on top of the issue the whole time. The next thing, number two, is volume is vanity, profit is sanity, but cash flow is king construction. So what's that mean? Volume. Most people talk about, we make 10, 20, 30, 40 million dollars a year. That's the figure that they blast around the place. But the reality is the profit that they make is very, very small. Sometimes there can be margins as low as 5% or less or not making any money at all. But what's even more important than that is cash flow. So you can still be making a good profit, but your cash flow won't allow you to realize that profit for a long period of time. And the lack of cash flow is what constricts the business and could put you out of business. You could be profitable and bang, go out of business. That happens a lot in construction. A good example of this is a lot of companies have their retainer or retainage or retention locked up on a project for you know a, a year, let's say, for example. And that is their profit margin. They don't make any profit until they get that money back from the client. Okay. Number three is be a squeaky wheel when it comes to 
payment. So I remember working in a construction cabin and I was in the middle of a rack, would you believe? And this guy used to come in every day to follow up on the progress of what was happening, where things are. And was that annoying? It was annoying. But did they get paid first? Did they get everything approved before everybody else did? They absolutely did. So the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Make sure that you're constantly in their face. Do it in a nice way. Be polite, but just be constantly. Let them think that you're the type of company that if they don't pay you, you're going to be a big pain in the ass, basically. And then they'll pay you. Easy. The next thing you need to do before you sign any contract is make sure that you understand the escape hatch. How do you get out of the contract? So what's that mean in reality? Reality is if there's going to be a termination, if you need to get out, how do you get out? What does the termination clause in the contract say? Check it out. Make sure it's not written in such a way where you can never get out of a construction contract. That happens. And the other one is you want to look at the dispute clause. In the dispute clause, sometimes they can say that the next step is arbitration or court. And, and that's expensive. You know, it's a hundred grand before you even leave the office, essentially. So if that's the case, you want to make sure that the dispute resolution clause is in line with what actually makes sense for the size of the project you are. Your mediation, adjudication, alternative dispute resolution, whatever it is, you don't want it to be something that is very, very expensive. The next is in construction, you have to put money before ego. The guy with the smallest ego typically has the biggest bank account. And what I mean by that is, and give you an example, yesterday you get yourself in a dispute with a tradesperson or a subcontractor of, of some kind. Now, in that dispute, you can go down the route of engaging a lawyer and you can pay a lawyer $500 an hour to write letters and basically try and resolve the situation that way, $500 an hour. And more often than not, it's not going to be resolved. The work's not going to get done. Lawyer can't do it. Or you can pay the tradesperson $30 an hour to fix the problem. The only difference between the two things, the only thing that's standing in the way is your ego. Real quick, and we'll get back to the show. If you don't have time or you don't necessarily have the expertise to review and negotiate your own construction contracts, please go to quantumcontractsolutions.com, book in a call with our team, and we'll show you exactly how we can help you sign better contracts that have way less downside risk and set yourself up to make more profit on that project and ultimately keep you in business over the long term. It's what all the smart construction companies do. So go to quantumcontractsolutions.com. Now let's go back to the show. Number six, so many construction companies say, I am in construction, when the reality is, no, you're not, you're in the business of construction. So if you don't get paid for the work that you're doing, it doesn't matter how good you are at doing it, you're not going to be able to stay in construction for there'll be no constructing left to do. So construction has got two parts. You've got building something, supplying something, you know, that element of construction, you can be great at that. And most people start their businesses off being that sort of tradesperson and then over time, they get bigger and bigger and bigger, and they never learn the other side of it was how to get paid for the work that you're doing, how to be on top of your contracts to make sure that you're getting paid for everything. It's very, very important. That leads me to the next thing is that so many subcontractors or contractors, depending on, on where you are, are afraid to comply with the contract because they believe that if I submit contractual notices as is required in the contract, if I do what the contract says, I am going to 
be too commercial. They're going to, you know, think that we're difficult to deal with and yeah, we're not going to get work in the future. And the reality is that is not the case. The case is if you don't do it, you actually look like you don't really know what you're doing. That's the first thing. If you start off being contractual and submitting your notices and letting them know, you actually look very, very professional. It is what the biggest construction companies do. They have teams of contracts people. So they do it for a reason. They can obviously see that there's a return on investment on employing those type of people. So there is for you as well. There's absolutely no difference. You will look professional if you do it in a very professional way. It's the same as what you do with your technical queries. You just need to do it from the contract's point of view. The next one, number eight, is Warren Buffett's number one rule is do not lose money. His second rule is refer to rule number one. And what that means in construction is doing work for free. So many construction companies will go ahead and they'll just get the work done before any sort of approval is in place and they will end up not getting paid for it or they end up not getting paid the right amount for it because they don't know how to manage their contracts essentially. So stop doing work for free. Make sure that you know exactly how much you're going to get. Also stay on top of your paperwork so you don't know that you've accidentally done work that you didn't get paid for. That happens a lot as well. Contract management is actually very, very easy. Number nine, contract management is easy. All they have to do very, very simply is prepare yourself for the final quarter of a construction project. In the final quarter, that's when everything kicks off. It all blows up. All the disputes happen in the final quarter. Cost overruns uh, kick in. Then there's delays. They're, they're all in that quarter. The client is looking, hey, we're losing money hand over fist. I need you to go save money. Don't pay these guys because they haven't complied with the contract. Whatever it happens to be, it all kicks off in the final quarter. So very simply, for the rest of the project, all you need to do is prepare yourself for that final quarter. When it does come, you are covered, one. Or two, they look at you and go, oh, they have all of their paperwork in. They've been compliant the whole way through. We've Let's go after somebody else, essentially. And a final thing, number 10, I'm going to end on a bit of a sad note, is that construction used to always be about relationship. It is no longer the case. Relationships are still important. Relationships can get you out of trouble. Relationships can win you work. Absolutely. But they're no longer the number one thing. You used to be able to have a relationship with the contracts away and never look at a contract again. That is not the case now. Big consulting firms have come in and they've advised the top construction companies to push the risk down the way to the subcontractors down the way, which means that the subcontractors now have these aggressive contracts that if they don't comply with the contracts, they're going to end up losing lots and lots of money. So now have to be on top of it. In addition, because corporate governance has gotten so good and technology has gotten so good, even smaller general contractors or main contractors have a system where if you submit something, there's going to be a box that they need to take on their side that says, have they complied with the contract? Have they submitted their notice on time? It's their EOT, whatever it happens to be. And if they can't take yes, then it's a no and you don't get paid the money. So there are 10 things. If you implement those 10 things into your business, it will make a big difference to the success of your project. Catch you in the next one.